20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Babes are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh. 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 Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. I'm JB. And this is episode 16. So today we are going to focus on sex in public. Yeah, we every now and then, every few episodes, we we try to keep it swinger focused, but we also want to just talk about sex sometimes. We're just going to mm-hmm. have some sex topics that aren't directly swinger related, and this is this is one of those episodes where yep. it's sex related. And we want yeah, we want to talk about sex in public spaces. It's something that we like and. We're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. We'll talk a little bit about exhibitionism, too, but mostly with the focus on sex in public. So what do we got before we get to our main topic, though? So the other day, I went to this store, just a popular grocery store chain, and I was doing some shopping and decided to pick up some condoms. We were out, and although we're not going to be using condoms for swinging anytime in the next couple of months due to the impending baby, for those of you who don't know, I'm pregnant... Indeed. Um, but I, I picked up the condoms because we do like to use them for anal. It makes for a lot easier cleanup. And every now and then it might be easier to, you know, for finishing if we're in a hurry or something. So so anyway, I went to the Yeah, store. and that's a newer development that we, we, we've switched to using condoms for anal. Yeah. Uh, before yeah. we would either just always just finish in the ass or we'll do cleanup in between and in between going from the ass back to the pussy and that just means sometimes like that just means that you, you lose know, some momentum or, or you lose momentum i go we down don't clean a, it as well as we i should. go down a little bit yeah you so we switch i'm a little it. bit more leery about going putting in the mouth because i'm not an ass to mouth person so <laughs> i feel like there's a really like even though it looks clean i don't know it, it's might might be in my head but i feel like there's a residual smell to it a little bit <laughs> so yeah we've kind of yeah kind of is Within 2013 or, you know, sometime sometime recently Yeah, in so general. It's been quite a while since I've bought condoms because even when you and I were dating, you were the one who usually picked up the condoms. I didn't usually go out and buy them, and it, it wasn't like a, a stigma or anything like that. I just think, you know, it was something that you did. Mm-hmm. And um, we have only just recently decided that, you know, we'll, we, we, well, we've, we've had condoms for when we've gone to swinging events. So once we started swinging... Um, then I started buying condoms again because mm-hmm. we didn't buy them. Uh, except we, like you said, we had them while we were dating. Then we didn't. Then we got married and didn't have. Them you for were a just while. on the pill, so mm-hmm. we weren't using. We we weren't using condoms, and so then we we had to have them for swinging. We we weren't full swap. But we always wanted to have them just in case mm-hmm. something came up. We yep. decided you to be full swap you, you, whatever or you night. Might decide, or you might decide you want it for oral for whatever reason. Or I don't, it's, it's just always a good idea to just have, to have it. Just to have it. And yeah. so now that we've, like I said, we're, we're full swap swingers. We haven't full swapped yet. So now yeah. we've made the decision that we want to be full swap, but we can't swing right now while mm-hmm. you're pregnant. And even, you know, un- until we feel comfortable with it. But, mm-hmm. um. So, but it's still good to have a stock of condoms for personal use. Yeah, yeah, so, just for anal and whatnot. So it's been a while since I bought condoms, and I was really surprised by the selection. I guess that's kind of what <laughs> I wanted to bring up is that there's a wide variety of condoms out there now, and and I'm not just saying like sizes where there's Magnum versus regular or materials where there's latex versus lambskin, but there's a ton out there that are for various sensitivities. And so, like for example, I came across a. Um, the brand was Lifestyles, and it, they had a... A, a fitting uh, name. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> and they had a, a variety pack, and in the variety pack itself were three different types of condoms, all purporting to be um, super thin and for extra sensitivity, but they were all different, made of different materials well, or... Yeah, yeah. the combo pack you have has like five different varieties in general, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and one of one of the variety categories is colors and flavors, so that one will be interesting. Uh, one of the variety categories, I think, is some kind of uh, intense ribbing. Now, are they all the same flavor? 
I don't know. I haven't looked at the colors and flavors yet. I haven't opened any of them. So we'll have to wait and see. There's, there's, I think, five or six of them of the colors and flavors brand. So some of them might just be, like, bright colors and some of them might be, like, I don't know if the color, if they're all flavored and the color goes with the flavor, like if it's red and they're strawberry flavored or what. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't looked at them yet. So mm-hmm. we'll keep you guys posted on that. But <laughs> what I was really just surprised about was the number that are, are thin or supposed to be for super sensitive, like, best feeling. Like barely there type condom mm-hmm. so it, it surprised me that even within brands they'd have three different condoms all saying that it barely feels like it's there it's like that's as a consumer how do i even know which ones to buy yeah that's true and the same the same like variety pack there's three different types yeah the mm-hmm. so what what was there there was like the thin there like was spelled thin. T T H Y N, and i think there was skin yeah like, skin which I think S- was s-k-y-n or something yeah, like that and there's yeah. one other one that i think was just called like ultra thin or something like that mm-hmm. and one of them was was definitely a different material it's not lambskin but it was a different type of material it wasn't latex um, I th- it might have been some kind of rubber base, but maybe not latex. We'll have to look into that. We haven't, yeah, yeah, we haven't used these yet. You only picked them up the other day. Yeah, so. and so as I was perusing the aisle, I also started to see like just the variety of of other products that brands like Trojan are starting to to have out there. So, you know, it used to be where you wanted a sex toy of some sort, you would sex toy shop, but now. You know, if if you and I were were out gonna about to go play with another couple in a hurry, or you know, maybe even if we had just met at a club and wanted to go to play or something, they had all kinds of different types of lube, warming lubes, uh, flavored lubes in smaller quantities than what you'd get at a at a sex store. But you know, all KY brand and, and various brands, and then they also had um, some of those like vibrating sex rings. So. Mm-hmm. It's like a stretchier, stretchier latex-based or silicone-based material that you put on the cock, and then it's got a little mini vibrating ring on it. Um, and those are fun. I mean, we've we've used those before, and they're they're quite fun. They are fun. They're not any. They're to be honest, I think that they're probably like made of the. They have the um, phthalates in yeah, them. The phthalates. Yeah, the phthalates. They're. It's probably. But you, you know, and they're they're advertised basically for single they're, use. They're like one time use. So I think yeah. you know if. Truthfully, you probably shouldn't use it, but for like a one-time use, they're And if you're keeping fun. it external, that would be better too, as opposed to taking it internally. But yeah, I, I was just surprised by the number of different products out there and the the availability. I was just at a regular grocery store chain. Yeah, we're just to at, be able to pick up those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. So yeah, I it's it it really is kind of neat how how many products are that 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 you know the area where the condoms are sold, like the. I think they're always called like family planning areas or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The the amount of th- toys and and whatnot that are yeah. sh- that are there and and the lubricants and the KYs and yeah. the vibrating I mean, rings. They were all like all small of... items. There weren't there were no dildos or anything there. No, but, but I remember there was still quite a bit of. Like, I think a couple of years ago products you could get. So I'm not sure if they're still carrying it, but I think a couple of years ago I heard that I think Walgreens was going to have a vibrator. Wow! Like uh, I don't know if it was bullet size or mm-hmm. I don't know the size of it, yeah. but I think that they were going to Walgreens was going to start carrying, and I I I don't know if it was a, a package bundle deal where yeah. where it came with like a pack of condoms. Like a lot of times, the vibrating mm-hmm. rings will come with condoms, yeah. or yep, if it was those. or if it was by itself. So yeah, it's getting to be where if you in a pinch you wanted something you can like there's yeah if the, you or if you want something that's disposable they have really good selections or also for you're playing with other couples like like i'm thinking about like the cleanliness aspect of it if you want to play with other couples and you don't want to have to worry about cleaning your toys or sharing toys which that kind of grosses me out a bit you can pick up a few things at at the general supply store kind of thing you can and then you know those are going to be cheaper items that you can just throw away mm-hmm. but you get to question i don't you have to question the material they're made out of too and whether whether or not you're you know we the those vibrating rings i'm sure they use they have the phthalates and that aren't safe but for like one time like like i said for like a one-time use it's i don't know right. it's fine one time I, use, you like you wouldn't 15, really 20 minutes and you're you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want it to be like a toy that you buy for permanently but, right. but yeah it's 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 i think it's really good for individuals who maybe aren't you know, very sexually open, and mm-hmm. they wouldn't go to a sex shop, but they happen to be. Yeah. You know, they're they're in the they're in that section of the store, yeah. and you know, they see all these. I I think that it's really becoming a sex positive area. Absolutely. That there's getting to be, you know, it's 
not as they're they're promoting the fun side of sex mm-hmm. and, and not just not the, just the not side. just the family planning portion. You know, yeah. the not having baby kind of use. I mean, there are lubes in the KYs that and, and not, the his and hers, not and, uh, transmitting uh, infections either. So. Mm-hmm. And now with the rise of the U-scan, I feel like it will make people more likely to purchase those types of items. You know, it used to be where you went to a store and you had to go through a regular checkout counter. So somebody had to look at the product that you were looking at. And there's always that little bit of embarrassment factor with it. Yeah. And and now with the U-scans being so prevalent at especially larger grocery stores, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't, you don't. Although, I'd like to think that... Well, I mean, people are always going to be, you know, conscious about it, but... Well, yeah, I mean, especially, like, if you're a younger person, like, if you're a younger girl, you don't want people to think you're a slut, or if you're... What if you're a teenage boy, you know, if you're a 16-year-old kid and you're going to have sex with your girlfriend, kudos to you for getting the condoms. Yeah. But the embarrassment of it, especially if you're in your own hometown, like, that might be enough to make you not get the condoms. No, no, you're right. The U-scan is, you know, I I, I agree with you. I, th- I think it helps. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's what I was, I, you know, I was, I was just really happy to see that, that as a whole, our grocery stores are progressive. We'll have to do, or at yeah. least here in Michigan. Now, I don't know what it it's is. It's probably the same. Other, I would imagine. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, there's certain always... states where sex toys are manned. So I would presume well, that those types true. of products would not, you wouldn't find them. Like the sex rings and the, yeah, I, they'd probably still have like the KY and uh yeah the yeah lubricants. i mean because you can make like medical uh medical necessity for for lubricants for some people i don't know so th- so for those of you in other states out there right in let us know if if um do you find these things at the piggly wiggly i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's funny speaking of that i don't know this is not sexually related at all but i thought the piggly wiggly was just a southern food chain or southern or Southern and, you know, East Coast. I know when I used to, when I was little and we lived in North Carolina, there was Piggly Wigglies and they have them in the Southern, Southern portion of the States. But we just recently went to Wisconsin for a little weekend getaway. They, what you told me, they call it the baby moon, baby moon, not yeah. the honeymoon, but the baby moon. But <laughs> the, the honeymoon's after the wedding. The baby moon, I guess, is the, is the, the last tri- trip before, the last trip before the baby. Yeah. So got but, to have a, some, uh, some good sex. Yeah, we did. We went to a nice little resort and. In Wisconsin, not not anything all inclusive, but like mm-hmm. uh like um what well, like uh what would you call it? It's just, a golf and ski resort. Just, just like, yeah, just like a golf and ski Which resort. Which we didn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was for us. It was a fuck resort. Indeed, it was nice. It was it, it was nice. Where was I going with that? Oh, that they had piggly. Uh, I was surprised that there was a piggly, piggly wiggly that there yeah. was because I didn't think that it was in Wisconsin. I guess it spread north. Although so, I haven't seen any in Michigan. We don't. Yeah, we don't have them in Michigan, as far as I know. So and then. Oh yeah, I have to recommend that we had some fantastic pizza there too in uh, <laughs> Chicago was, style. What was that? Yeah, it's the resort is in Wisconsin, which is only about an hour north of Chicago. What was the pizza in Lake Lake Geneva? Yeah. Is the place, and then I forget the name of the pizza or the pizza joint. It was. I think it was like Little Chicago or Little something. Chicago or something. something but like that. Yeah, man, that place was so good. I was fantasizing about it earlier today. Were you really? Yeah, I was at work. <laughs> I was at work and I was I'd thinking I prefer of... you fantasize about my pussy than a big stack of cheese, but you know. <laughs> oh, that pizza was something. It was out of this world. I haven't had pizza that good in a while. Like we've I think I might know what we're going to be having for dinner later. We've actually really gotten into the Jets pussy. pizza for a while. <laughs> we've we've really gotten in, into the Jets pizza and that's our favorite pizza that's around here, even in for the, from from the local places around here. The the Jets is and Jets is a chain, but their deep dish is yeah our favorite. But man, that deep dish was good. That deep dish Chicago, was the best pizza I've had in a while. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get your mind back on you don't sex. Like men, to, men are supposed to be one track minded. We can't have you thinking about you don't pizza like to meander at all. You, you, you keep me on you keep me on track. I do. People are here to hear us talk about fucking, not eating, unless we're talking about about them both at the same time. <laughs> in be, which case, I like to eat. I mean, that does remind me of the. I like uh, to eat that puss. If you've ever seen Bridesmaids, man, the end credit sequence with with the giant sub, the sex scene with the food. If oh, you haven't seen Bridesmaids, <laughs> it's funny but you, so disgusting. You need to see the movie and then watch the end. Credits credits for a funny it's not a hot scene we, what we, they we do can't to classify those, that what but... they do to those lunch meats it's, <laughs> it's well, awful and it's... we're not talking about the ladies roast beef either <laughs> oh oh man I... I couldn't help it come on you like dish that one up on a plate for me 
All right, All so right. let's let's move on into sex in public. Indeed, so public sex is actually one of the first things that I remember us, you know, really doing. That was, you know, sort of outside the bedroom, sort of outside of you know, ex- getting out there and exploring our sexuality, even you know, more than just having, you know, sex in the bedroom. I remember, you know, we were in college, and I actually think the very first thing we did was, um was we were it was actually it's actually kind of gross now but we went to u of m and people just have like college students have furniture all over the place they just yeah, are sitting wherever on their front lawns the furniture, furniture on the front porch and I, I think it was you know during was it during football season i think it was because it was the, the weather was decent it was the fall so then we were just out and about and there was just a, a couch on their front lawn somebody's front lawn and so i remember we just had sex on the on on, on the couch on a random front lawn. On a random front lawn. Yeah. And then no, it was dark. It wasn't the middle of the day. Yeah. And, then and I think we kept... Then, we probably had had a few to drink. And we didn't finish there. We kept walking down the street. And yeah. then we actually finished... I think we had sex in the lumberyard before then, too. I think we started off in the lumberyard and then moved to the couch. <laughs> and then, and then um, yeah, then we moved to the couch. Then we moved on to the the corner of the street on Main Street. And that yeah. was, that was like, the first major thing because we, we were there. There we were fucking right on the lawn when mm-hmm. Main Street in Ann Arbor and there was a decent amount of traffic there. Yeah. And so I, I know people saw us. So that was our first foray into yeah. public sex. Yep. And and I think what makes it so hot is just the prospect of being seen and and the prospect of being caught. There's that little bit, there's a dangerous aspect, dangerous aspect to it of uh, oh, somebody could see us, we could get in trouble. Well, that's what... I- that's the but you aspect. don't want to get in trouble at the same time. Well, you don't want to get know? in trouble, but it, well, it's the dan- it's it's the it's the risk of getting caught. You know, it's that you know it heightens the arousal that oh, yeah. we're it's something risky. Yeah, or where we we're doing it where we shouldn't be doing it. And... Yeah, it it kind of like takes having sex in your parents' house and elevates it to the next level. Well, because that... really, you I mean, it, to think about the the whole danger aspect of it, it starts even before you start having sex in public. It's just having sex in places that you probably shouldn't. Well, that's exactly... which might not be public. Yeah, it's 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 those feelings exactly that you know you're doing something naughty you shouldn't yeah. be doing ha- and that just makes it hotter somebody might see and, and and once you've moved into somewhere public then somebody might see you having sex and that's yeah. that's a hot thought at least for us and yep. and for some people like I, I think we need to make the distinction that some people might find it hot just because of the danger aspect to it what whereas other people might find it more hot because of the fact that they could be watched I mean, I think they go hand in hand, but I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, there like, is the danger. There's a little bit of I an exhibitionism there's... to it where I think, like, for us, we started off having sex in public and then soon realized we actually like people to watch yeah, us having have... sex. I think there's other couples out there who who prefer it for the danger aspect, but but might not necessarily want to actually they have sex not... in front of other people. They... they still want that privacy aspect. Well, having sex in front of a group of people while they watch is one thing. Having sex while in public while people can see you is yeah. another but or like catch but, a glance kind but you of do thing. bring up a good distinction that there you're, you're right i think there's people who would want to have sex in public and want that thrill but never actually be seen and there's other people who mm-hmm. it's the it's the fact of knowing that you know people drove by and saw us that yeah. is hot and then for us it's both mm-hmm. and if i had to guess for the majority of people who who are have that exhibitionism side to them. Yeah. I think there probably is a little bit of both, but yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't want to be seen at all. Yeah. And those are, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with the term, exhibitionism is it's basically the, the act of being watched or enjoying being watched while having sex or doing sexual acts. If you're listening to this show and you don't know, I feel well, like that is a term. That... You should know it, but if you don't, I don't know. It might be something people are unfamiliar with. No, you're right, and we 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 should always define what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. I if you're I find it crazy that you could be a vanilla one, just dabbling your foot in, and that's that's kind of dabbling another... your foot. Listen, we, that's true. I need to give our listeners some credit. They could be listening to this show for the this could be their first time, and yeah. they've never swung. They've never they just happen to stumble across our show. I'm not sure how you'd stumble across it. You will have. You probably would have needed to have already been looking up something about swinging or, or sex, I don't or know. sex. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, you're you're right. We always needed to find. So, but so I I think for those of you who may be new to swinging or are not swinging or considering, you know, maybe you're considering swinging. Maybe maybe you're the husband or the wife, and and you're listening to this and thinking, how do I get into swinging? Or I'd, I'd love to do that. I think sex in a public location is a great way to start doing 
non-vanilla things. I think it's it's a really good segue. You know, there's so so you can start to explore each other's bodies more and yourself more. That's that's one avenue to go down to start to become less vanilla. Mm-hmm. Like things like anal and going for the prostate, and you know, th- there's those sorts of things. Yeah. And then there's there's kind of exploring the toys aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I think where you start to bring and introduce new things into your own bedroom. And then I think the third avenue is to start to bring the bedroom to new locations. Yeah. To and and. It is like a progression where you, you know, you start off do uh, progressing from from like getting more sexually progressive from mm-hmm. like, like like you were saying toys to it, no, it it's, isn't it's, like it's, it's a path to those public. are all parallels. Yeah, it, it's it's not like it's a path to public sex right. exactly. They're, yeah, they're not they're, linear. They're they're parallel and mm-hmm. and I do want to recognize and then not dwell on it because the point of the show of this topic is public sex. So we're going to talk about public sex, but I do want to recognize that there's plenty of people who are not vanilla, but aren't into public sex either. Oh yeah. No, you don't They're have not to into be. finding. And now there and are some people prefer voyeurism or, or watching other people have, but sex. also there's people who do like to be watched. I would, and who don't want to actually have sex in public. Like there's a distinction between like yeah, yeah, somewhere like, like being at a swinger party or being in a group scenario and being watched versus going out into a public space and being yes. watched. So yeah. I do want to make that distinction yeah. as well. well. Cause I think there's people who don't want the danger aspect of it because mm-hmm. let's face it, if, especially with the way the laws are right now, if you get caught having sex in public, I mean, there are a number of different charges that could be levied against you. But yeah, I we I I just don't want to make it sound like that um that we that yeah that 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 path to from for what am I trying to say that the path front to being not Manila there's a stop on the way in public sex that's no, not necessarily no no definitely the case. not I mean you you could enjoy exhibitionism and not want the risk of getting caught mm-hmm. and not enjoy that but we want to talk about that fun inherent risk. Yeah, it's the public sex in a public space is what we're talking about here. Yeah, and and by public, you know, it's not public where people are actually actively watching you. We're 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 talking more like hidden act of sex or um, maybe sex in the open, but where it's difficult for the public to see you because it's dark. Things things of that nature. So so why don't you give some examples of sorts of well, places we're talking? We've about. We've already talked about you know. On a front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was definitely one of the more riskier things that we did. On a busy street. That's, yeah. you know, or it there's... It was dark. There's, you know, the Mile High Club, which is kind of having sex on a... It's kind of public, but also you're you're not necessarily being watched. That's one that I know that we were lucky mm-hmm. enough to check off our bucket list. Yeah. And... I mean, there, there's the thought of, like, we shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. It's, this is a little gross. We're in a airport bathroom. We're in an airline bathroom. That's, and and the stewardess that's, could come and knock at any time. That's actually one of the ones where it is public sex, but you're not. I'm. You're I've, not actually I've op- never, in the open at all. I'm never worried about somebody. Like, well, we've only done it the one time, flying to Hawaii. But I wasn't worried, and I wouldn't if we did it again. Be worried about actually being seen having sex. Yeah. But I still, it, in it, my mind, it still is like a public sex because there's people around. There's yeah there's people actually very. It's probably the probably the closest public where the that people were actually to us yeah. while we were having public sex because yeah. how far is the closest seat like yeah i mean it's right a, on the other side of those away, little walls but they can't see you but i still count it as public sex and then yeah, you I know mean, sex in the park and there's still the, the like somebody might catch me going into the bathroom and then some then see you going to the bathroom two minutes later and so they're like oh i know they're getting it on it's it's that kind of aspect yeah too. yeah so i so we'll we're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite places that we've had public sex. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep talking so, a mean, little there's... bit about the reasons why I think, you know, we have here that, you know, it's for, for forbidden and, you know, you're not supposed to. It feels naughty. It's actually, you know, it's it's illegal. You get you just get the you get the thrill. Mm-hmm. You get the thrill of it's doing it. It's a little it. dirty, you yeah. You could get caught. You could be seen. All, Makes your heart race. All of these things are hot. And... Kind of get that adrenaline rush that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think some other good places for people who are looking to start off or maybe just new new places in general. Um, this is one we haven't done before is actually the movie theater. We you get, that... get yourself at a matinee that doesn't have a lot of people in it. Maybe sit up at the very top. Um, that's probably a good one for handies and blowjobs. <laughs> And exactly like that the movie theater is not one that we we haven't crossed off our list yet because we never want to go to a we always want to go to movies we're we're we ones go to the, the popular movies yeah usually. we usually go to the popular movies and 
we usually try to see them not too long yeah. after they came out. So even if we try to save some money and go to a matinee, there's still people mm-hmm. there. We need to just bite the bullet, go to the crappy movie yeah. on early in the weekend just to, just to do it. But yeah. I think something even as simple as in your own backyard in, at the in the nighttime, like on a summer warm summer day, because your neighbors have the opportunity to maybe catch a glimpse of you, glimpse of you depending well, on where you live. That's true. But even before that, I think. You know, just if you like seeing if, if if it's even for you or if it's even, you know, that risk is something you want to do. You're right. Just do it, you know, in your backyard at night mm-hmm. when when maybe nobody can see you. But just the idea that you're outside exposing yeah. the elements that somebody could potentially in some see you. like remote chance could see you or or even I think a hot one would be um, it's night outside. You're in the house with the lights on up against a window. Exactly. Or somebody driving by could see your That's a really hot one as well. And then also, you know, just if you're just starting out or, you know, exploring if if the exhibitionism side is even something you enjoy, just just have the windows open at night, but don't turn the lights on. And yeah. then, then we can hear the sounds of it. Nobody's really going to see you, probably. But the idea that there is that little tiny potential. I, yeah. I think is a good way to find out if, yeah. you know, just exploring your, with if, that if, one, it could be like, they hear your moans, which that's pretty hot. Where are you that your, your windows are open. Oh, I, I oh, grew up in the suburbs. Oh, I Our meant houses windows. were close together. I meant windows, like not the curtain, like, like the windows, there's no curtain you can see in, not with the, Oh, the blinds are open as opposed to the windows open. Yeah. That's what I meant. Is that okay. The... No, I'm thinking if your windows open and but it's even... a, you know. Even then, that's hot too. You know, yeah. and if you're being noisy enough, where and if you live where, where potentially your neighbors could hear, then mm-hmm. you know that's hot. That's the ex- that's exhibitionism as well. Is that you're yeah. letting people hear you? I mean, in a way, even same thing could go for a hotel room or or an apartment building. If mm-hmm. you're if you're loud, your neighbors could hear you, especially if you don't know your neighbors. So then, like, they hear you, but they can't give you the stink eye the next day (laughs) i mean on one hand it might have been more apt to you know talk about an exhibitionism in general and not just public sex but i mean we you could have a whole episode about exhibitionism that's not public sex and we wanted to talk because it's it's i mean i think public sex is a version of exhibitionism but i think there's a lot more to exhibitionism. there is and so i think that's why i wanted to bring it up but not spend a lot of time on it yeah and we definitely want to talk about it because it's just a topic we've always enjoyed it. It's it's always been something from the very beginning of our, our mm-hmm. relationship that public sex has been something that we've enjoyed, that we find hot, that has just got our motors revved and running. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't dislike voyeurism on the flip side, but it's much less my thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, we've, I, I think we mentioned that in a previous episode and maybe yeah. we'll... T- we could probably devote a whole episode to voyeurism, definitely. But mm-hmm. yeah, we've we've sort of learned that it's not. I I I get uncomfortable. I like I like watching things, but not for too long. Mm-hmm. Not because there is still that part of my brain that oh, there's something a little pervy about just standing there and yeah. watching. But people are but doing on the it flip to be side, watched. Yeah, when when we're being watched, I never have the thought like, oh, they're lingering too long. That that's never crossed my mind. Exactly. And so I mean, there's been hotel parties of... where you and I go back to our hotel room and we just you know, prop the door open and then fuck and then anybody's walking down the hall, you know, might stop in, watch for a little bit and leave or and I, I never well, had even the just thought. In the, even just in the regular the yeah. the, the regular after party rooms yeah. where everybody's just you know going or watching and then there's always the the couples that are that are performing and there's mm-hmm. always a good number of people watching and yeah, we, yeah i'm i'm with you i've never thought like oh they're you know we're yeah. being watched because now there, there because... was the one awkward time where we finished and we were like you know kind of cleaning up a little bit and the couple was still kind of hanging around and that was a little awkward but then they eventually left oh yeah that was when we had our hotel room, room. Yeah, yeah yeah that's right so why, why are we talking about Sex there. <laughs> I lost my Sometimes train. Sometimes we veer off. I lost my so, train of thought. So there, let's but... talk a little bit about some of the, some of uh, our highlights where we've had fun sex in public. Well, and it isn't so much bragging, but just oh, some no, of the... just your highlights. I mean, because we've we've kind of done a variety of things. Well, some, I think some were fun, some maybe stupid. You know, I mean, I don't know. Just 
I think uh, on the M in, in Michigan Stadium, the big house is probably yeah. You can't really beat that one. That was pretty pretty cool. That one was awesome, you know. And it's harder now. There was that piece of fence that we could get under, mm-hmm. and and even that. Even then, though, the building was under a little bit of construction. There was a decent amount of risk to that. That's true. And, you know, the more we talk about these things, it's like, well, how public was that really? Because, I, I mean, there could It have been... wasn't. It was more like sex in a forbidden location yeah. than anything. Well, that's why I mentioned public. that we could have just called us, you know, we could have had this be exhibitionism because... Well, that's not exhibitionism either. Nobody's watching. I know. That's, well, I guess. So where's so where are your favorite? Um, I wasn't putting down your favorite, by the way. You got a little defensive there, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, sex on the golf course was kind of fun, but again, there was nobody watching. It was just, it was the danger of being caught with, you know, and same thing goes for the, for the U of M stadium one, just the danger of being caught, I think is what well, that was one, fun for you, us. We could have really gotten in trouble for, for the, oh well, yeah, because I mean, we were breaking and entering. I mean, I guess technically you can get in trouble. I mean, well, not, I guess you can definitely get in trouble in, um, for public sex. So that's why I got to put a disclaimer that. You have you really should try to be careful, and as much as we're advocating the public sex in this episode, <laughs> it's it's not. You got to be. There are yeah, consequences if you absolutely get there are consequences. I think technically you can go on the sex offender list. I think you could. Yeah, I mean, there's because there's. Um, I don't even know what all the different charges are, but I, I, there's a number of different things they could charge you with because I think there's like um, being lewd or indecent, indecent exposure, and and I think there's a few other different things different categories of of charges they could levy against you so yeah you definitely have to be careful with that and and also i mean the you have to be careful about if the cops you know they might charge one of you but not both of you or you know you have to Mm -hmm. also be very um very clear to the police that it was consensual oh yeah because that's another risk that you take depending on where you're having sex i think especially if you're somewhere like wooded or really secluded or like behind a random building and a stairwell and a parking lot things like that i think you also are at risk for um police or people to think it's non-consensual mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know you're exactly right and i keep thinking about t- titles for the what we should call the show because it actually is probably more just sex in public places not mm-hmm. not not necessarily sex in public where you're being watched but sex in public places um mm-hmm. is kind of you know is, is what we're talking about and so michigan stadium is one of my favorite just because it's a big everybody knows the stadium like yeah. everybody it's just it's a really cool place the on the plane to hawaii was really awesome you yep. know being actually doing that and being part yeah. of the mile high club and and i think the this is awful but the conference room table of one of my former employers and like former as in like several employers ago that's right that's i forgot about that quite a while ago that in in the probably in the... like a decade ago thankfully but well no not quite that long i'm not that old but <laughs> <laughs> quite a while ago so i feel comfortable bringing it up now yeah um, yeah definitely yeah and in, then... in the conference room on the conference room table over on the overpass that was hot yep. the overpass freeway going over overpass. the the freeway where else i remember at my in a parking lot at Chili's. <laughs> yeah, and that was we were both. It was just, that was it was, it was a lunch break, I think, for yeah. both of us. We we met for lunch. It was and a true true nooner. Then also another one which was pretty risky, but I, I I don't I think you gave me a blowjob not 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 to finish just oral I think in my the office of my old job. Mm-hmm. So oh that reminds me of a funny story of giving you uh, roadhead and having a trucker drive by and give us a thumbs up yeah because he could see in the car that was also one of the, our the first times that that we had done anything and been being, being and that was like confirmation we were we were seen it's pretty hot <laughs> it was it was also dangerous and you always just get a thrill and there's always i i just really we we always just really enjoy that thrill and it's kind of addicting yeah even though we haven't done it in quite some time yeah and i know recently we were talking about where well where's new you know because after a while you kind of feel like you need to up the ante but well not up the ante but now that we're talking about it i don't think we need to up the ante i don't care if we redo any of these places because the risk is still inherently there (laughs) to me it's not up up the ante it's just finding somewhere to to, uh, that we haven't done it before that we want to like i know the movie theater is Mm -hmm. is a goal for us and i guess i'm I'm just thinking even if we redo a place we've already done it doesn't make the i think at the time the thrill would still be there 
Well, even oh. if we're just checking a box off again. Well, you know, I yeah, I definitely agree. If we were to, you know, anytime and anytime that you're somewhere where people can see you, I think you just have that thrill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just it still all goes back to the just do it carefully. And the other piece that I w- wanted to bring up, which I I don't think this is really a, uh, much of a concern in the swinger community because everybody seems to be um, respectful. It's just like clean up after yourself <laughs> i think is is something else is it's one thing to have people see you and kind of get that thrill but i think it's another to like leave your specimen behind and yeah. some people might find that hot i personally think that's uh, pushing it a little bit too far i don't i agree but i i do know with the there was the one time when we had sex on when we were both still in college and on the desk and the um just in, a random classroom. Yeah. No. Well, no. You were studying in the class. Well, well was I was. Yeah, but it was just a random room. Wasn't it? You 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 had a class in there though, didn't you? No. Oh, but yeah. And then I I remember you thought it was hot. To, uh, I finished, and then you let it drip onto the table, and then we just left. Yeah. And and in hindsight, that's pretty damn disgusting. <laughs> it was gross, definitely. <laughs> but like, I I remember a couple of swingers parties ago we were walking down the hall on the morning after and there was just a random condom used condom in the hallway and it was like oh come on people pick up after yourself and i think like i mean for this community they people tend to be very respectful so it kind of goes without saying but i still like to bring it up just because it's you know it's true it's it's one thing to have people watch you and another thing to leave the evidence behind yeah yeah so let's talk about the 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 positions to have like the best positions for various things because sometimes you're not gonna like 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 the movie yeah. theater i don't like my fantasy isn't really to have sex because no but it's, it's be just difficult. to do something so you know just some head or so for a man I think... oh speaking of that actually i need to jump to that the one really on, on another place just to dabble where you're not mm-hmm. really gonna even risk anything really is um is to play with a girl at a movie theater because you can finger really easily without any kind of, you know, yep. you're not making big motions. You're not really going to, you can really be subtle yeah. about it and not Although be, your girl has to be very quiet about it. That's true. And so you can definitely, um, that's, that's, that's Stifle another way. your moans. That's another way to, you know, to get that thrill mm-hmm. without be having it be a, a big ordeal where, mm-hmm. you know, she's blowing you and it's clear that you're yeah. getting blown. Now, if you're, you're sitting sex. next to people, they might still be able to notice that you're fingering her. So that's true, you still want but... a little bit of seat buffer. But so I think one consideration as a woman is that it's easiest if you're wearing a skirt or a dress, loose Definitely. clothing. <laughs> and is. it's easiest if you're wearing no underwear or a thong. So you can just kind of slide the slide the thong Definitely. over the skirt and the panty the skirt and the thong or skirt and no panties yep. that is the... and if there's a height difference between you and your man consider wearing heels which we have enough of a height difference where it helps if i'm wearing heels because a lot of these places you end up doing stand-up sex well i like it i like you in heels anyways yeah you <laughs> heels are hot um and i think the other consideration is to not expect to finish because you kind of need to be in and out. You know, you don't want to spend too much time lingering because, number one, moans elevate, smells elevate, heat elevates. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, everything. The longer you're there, the longer you're doing it, the more risk you have. Yeah, you might not have time to finish or, or you might because I, I, this happens to us where, we'll, where we're doing it and we'll have and we know the risk is there. But we don't want to do it for too long. You don't because, you know, there's a risk. You don't want to get caught. You know, maybe yeah. you've already been going for a couple of minutes and you're like. We don't want to risk it anymore. We don't want to push it, yeah. And so, and, and it's so you might not have time to finish. Some, or... Sometimes that inherent risk makes it hotter, so you end up finishing anyway mm-hmm. in a couple of, you know, five minutes and you're done. But you can't, I, I don't think it's good to expect that, like going into a sex and public act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you need to expect that the sex is going to be basically in and out penetration for a while, but probably not full on completion. But I think that's okay because that can really rev you up to come home and then fuck each other's brains out afterward. Just thinking about, oh, we, oh, this is where we just fucked, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, and then and then I know like every time you like pass by there or you know you'll you'll think like, oh, that's where we that's where we fucked or that's where they saw us or oh, I think that that guy driving by saw us and it'll keep you revved and make you excited and keep you going for a little while and mm-hmm. so. So I I guess that we can so where where we've already mentioned the movie theater where else do we want to check off our where are some places that we would just want to 
check I don't off know. That I've been trying a... to think of this, and either I'm not like being very creative, <laughs> or any fantasies that I've had have been checked. Well, we've and... done a lot of them. I mean, we can start to repeat places. Like you said, it'll still be hot. But I like doing I like doing new places of so the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I also think it would be hot to do the classic, like what you've seen in American Pie, where at a restaurant where the the tablecloth goes far enough oh, down where yeah. they can, a girl can go under the under the table but you don't i can't really, remember the last time we were at a restaurant that had tablecloths you don't really get or the, or tablecloths that long yeah yeah there's so, the classic like you sneak into the women's restroom oh we've done that we have done that we i at, almost forgot that at we the wedding that. At, yeah we had sex at the wedding at a wedding not our wedding well yeah yeah not we our, had sex at our wedding too don't I'm totally wrong but, but we didn't sneak during off during a middle. wedding we snuck off i snuck into the men's room i kind of wish we would have but and and joined joined cal in the men's room that's right that was that was pretty hot. Yeah, I forgot about that. We had sex on a boat on the out of like the little the little not pontoon but the little blow up boat that we like got. Like a zodiac boat. Yeah, remember the one we got from yeah, your brother? I do remember that. Yeah, and that one this is another position that I think is pretty common. This is how we had sex in the airplane is you sitting down and then me riding on top of you. Like you sitting on the toilet and me riding you. That's where we did or it. Yeah. In the if, boat you if were. If you're gonna do it in a bathroom, or if you're gonna boat. do it in the that's the position that I recommend if you want to yeah. try the mile high is, you know, the guy sit down and the girl, the girl mm-hmm. rides him. Yeah, because that keeps you from leaning up against, like, the bathroom walls. And, you know, because you risk shaking them. Those walls are thin, especially if you're in, like, a public restroom. Those walls will shake. So you don't really want to lean up against them. Risk have the door bust open on you and you fall out bare ass on the bathroom floor. But, yeah, just part you know, just be creative. That's what mm-hmm. we try to do. Just be creative. And we would love to hear... If you've had a particularly awesome public sex experience or done or done it somewhere really awesome, mm-hmm. uh, because I we need some new ideas. Well, we need some new ideas, but also I that's that's conversations even with swingers that we haven't had that much is like oh where's the awesome places you have sex and that is yeah I would like to hear where people we should start talking about that where more in our regular like not in our regular lives but you know just with yeah just with uh, swinger parties and stuff I should. Mm-hmm. Because I, w- I would like to hear. Sex. Yeah, it's just. A f- it's... It reminds me of a Friends episode where they're talking about that, and and the question was, "Where's the craziest place you've had sex?" And Rachel's answer was, "The foot of the bed." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, that is a funny one. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, there's one more piece to this that we haven't done that we can add to it, and that's, um, swinging sex in public. Oh yeah. Pulling off a little bit of a swap. Situation what or would that, situation. What would that? Well, I mean, I guess any and all the sexual acts we've talked about, or any sexual act in general, you could just do with a mm-hmm. with a partner, or you know, with a swapped partner. Yeah, and it's just if all four of you are in that particular place, that would be just the two of you. That, See, that would be that's a whole new world. That's for us. some craziness if you are having if you're having group public sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, not, even, not even necessarily group, but even just two couples. Side oh, that's by a, side. Well, I guess that's, that's a group. group. If you, yeah. In my mind, even if it's any more than two, it's a group. Even mm-hmm. if you have three or four, like, so yeah. having a th- like anything. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. a. I mean, you a... t- you could technically consider like us playing with other couples in our hot tub to be like that. Well, that's true in our own backyard, but we live in a that's true. secluded enough area that I don't really count that. Yeah. No, I agree with but you. But for other people, it, it could. But that would be count. yeah. That would be interesting to do it somewhere where you, where. You could be seen or something that with a group that'd be hot. Yeah, that's that's a whole new world because we're always <laughs> whenever we're doing swinging things, we're either being vanilla but meeting with a you know another couple. So like we're eating dinner at a restaurant or at a bar or whatever, but other couples wouldn't necessarily know that we're swingers because we're yeah. behaving. Mm-hmm. And then or we're you know at an on-premise party or off-premise party, but in the hotel section doing things. Mm-hmm. So we're never actually like physically in public where we're not supposed to be doing swinger things yeah yeah no i yeah i agree that, that's hot that's hot so i think that kind of wraps us up for, for public sex yeah i think so i've covered everything i wanted to talk about it was a good one more reminiscing for us but i i like that all right so with that let's move on to some sex news <laughs> Uh, all the American troops pulling out help the situation. Oh, no. So if you think you're going to, you want the money shot of them with their arms in the air, you're going to get it. It's in both of their self-interest right now. Don't say the money shot. 
yeah. money shot. You know, yeah. And Belinda, I just can't understand how something so small can be so impressive. Well, Mark, you would know about that. So it's been a few episodes since we had a Sex in the News segment, but actually I think our last time we did Sex in the News was the entire Sex in the News episode that we had uh, three mm-hmm. or four episodes ago. But we had a, I've, I've had a few articles that have come by that I thought were really interesting, and so I thought we'd bring it back for today. So the first one that I saw I is really, I find it to be incredibly bogus, but it actually made it into the news. And okay. that hypnotized to make your breasts grow. That that sounds like crap. <laughs> I'm calling the BS meter on that. I, yeah, I saw this um, in the news. Let's see here. Ashley Weller, age 26, mama three. She went from a thirty-six or a size thirty-six C to thirty-six E. C to E, holy cow! She, she said she was hypnotized for it. She, it's called hypno growth, is what they say, and I don't believe a word of this. No. Um, I think it's completely fa- what's, false. But, what's the news source on that? Uh, I believe it was Fox News. <laughs> okay. So, but it, but it made it to. I mean, I mean, I I laugh that. It, it's Fox News, but it made it to you know a pretty big a pretty big you know outlet. Fox News is a big outlet. You know mm-hmm. a lot a lot of people follow them, and it's the article was the article really didn't try to say if if you know they didn't try to like say if so it was just how real. But, but she was hypnotized, and when she was done, her, well, her it also talked about um, her hypnotherapist Felix Economics. His last name is hard to pronounce, but he's. He's the hypnotherapist who specializes in this, I guess, and he says that the mind can make blocks that stops women's breasts from growing. And he says that, for instance, that there's many reasons that that there's blocks. One reason is during puberty, women associate big breasts with unwanted men's gazes, and so they subconsciously, you know... Cause their breasts to stop. Stop to... growing titties. You're too big. So I don't know what the process, what he does while you're under the influence of him or whatever. But mm-hmm. this, at least this one woman claims that she increased three, three cup sizes from being hypnotized. That's crazy. It is crazy. And I, I can't believe it, but yeah. it, it, it was in the news. So I, I wanted to bring it up, but I think. It was... Sign me up for that. Because <laughs> right now the, the method that I'm using to make my breasts bigger Having a kid, the pregnancy method. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's quite so easy. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was just—it's fascinating. I mean, if it is real, then yeah, then I, I'm sure we'll see something more about it in the you know. In yeah, the, I have my doubts. But because it's one hypnotherapist and one one person who came yeah. out and said that it worked, sounds so. like a uh, it sounds a money bogus. Grab. It sounds bogus to me, but okay, uh, I saw it. So the, the but the second article is that it sounds like I need to be walking around with a guitar. <laughs> what? I need to be walking around. I just need to get a guitar and walk around. Do you need to know how to play it? No, because this came from Popular Science. Okay. So Popular Science, there have been two articles that have come out that have said that that a, that a man just looks sexier with a guitar. I think you're damn sexy as you are. Women, so. women find men sexier with guitars, and... The kicker is that they don't actually have to be playing the guitar or know how to play it. They just just hold it. Have to have the guitar. It, it might come back to that like music, musician kind of badass, sensitive. You know, you all, all the different things that you would attribute with a guy who knows how to play the guitar, and then I guess you give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that he can. There was the Popular Science quoted a they they talked about a, a French study that looked into this and also a study coming out of Israel and the the French study what they did is just had men um, approach women or a, a, a man just they had a, I think it was just a single man approach women who were between the ages of eighteen and twenty two and either just approach them with a guitar or without mm-hmm. and then afterwards they were asked to rate his attractiveness and. He was rated higher as huh. the, the attractiveness rating was higher now, just, are, just because he was holding a guitar. Are women ages 18 to 22 shallow? Or, you know, I wonder if that's saying something more about what does it have to do women with... ages 18 to 22. You know, can we can we apply that a little bit more broadly to all women? I don't know. I think you could. Would a, would a 30-something or a 40-something-year-old woman be as attracted? Women find... 
I think women find musicians in general attractive. So I this study is just the traits of a musician. Yeah, yeah, this study doesn't come as as a shock to me. Mm -hmm. You know, ever since people, ever since you know the rise of music, you know, in the when would you like? I think probably the you know the Roaring Twenties, nineteen twenties. You know, big bands really started to come into prominence and record the record player was really becoming you know more more popular and so even back then you know you get you you get people and then well if you associate guys with rock and roll or different types exactly then you move into the you know the the screaming fans for elvis and the beatles and the women who yeah and so it doesn't surprise me and and you associate those the traits of a musician with you know, just you, yeah. you see a man with a guitar, and you you assume that there, you project, there's some level of sensitivity to them, or you some project the traits that you associate and... with a musician onto that person, and you find them sexy. So, yeah. so men just get a guitar and just walk around, and you will be instantly more attractive to the ladies. You don't need to be more attractive to the ladies. Why not? I don't know. You're taken anyway. You, I, you're the one who actually plays a guitar. I don't. Not or, very well. I wouldn't even consider myself to be a guitar player. You dabble, but mm-hmm. but I don't play at all. But we have an acoustic guitar and electric guitar, both mm-hmm. down in the basement. I can get those. I <laughs> have a night of the town right now. I think you might be considered more of a douchebag if you carry around both of them. <laughs> well, I wouldn't carry them both the same. Yeah. Well, you said I could get those, so you got one in each arm. I wouldn't carry them both the same. Yeah, that would be yeah, funny. I like, don't think it would double your sexiness. Hey, ladies, look at me. I got, I got two. <laughs> you, you think one guitar is... Yeah. The, the one way that could backfire, though, is if they ask you to play something. <laughs> yeah, that would that would backfire. But you just you just sweet talk out of it. You, mm. you sweet talk them. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm anxious to hear the sweet talking. <laughs> so the the other the next item really isn't much of a news item, but it was I thought it was really funny. So the the Mars Curiosity rover that's mm-hmm. up on Mars right now. It's a if if you haven't seen it, it's it's a it went up. When did it go up? I think sometime last year. Last year, and I think towards the end of the year, last went year. up. It's a rover that we have on Mars, mm-hmm. and it kind of reminds me of Wally a little bit. It does kind of look like Wally, and it's got the big tread tires, and so mm-hmm. it's when it when it rolls around, you know, at least tire tread marks. And it's funny. There's a distinct picture that it itself took of its own tire tread tracks that look just like a penis. <laughs> I haven't seen that image. I'm gonna have to just like a piece. I have to look that up. Yeah, I'll show you after we're done recording. And what then, would be funny is if it commented, if it tweeted out its own picture and said, "Here's my penis," and we'll post <laughs> and we'll put that picture in the in the show notes as well. But it is funny. It looks it 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 looks now, like is there it, a ball sack too. Yeah, or? there's two balls and the shaft. <laughs> it looks really funny. You know, it's it's being controlled by NASA engineers. It doesn't have a mind of its own. So. Um, then maybe there's an engineer out there with a sense of humor. I think it's really just a coincidence of the way that it rolled, you know, okay. for, down. It looks like it like went like made just like a straight a line, the tr- straight terrain. line, then just kind of twirled around, like it was mm-hmm. turning, and then happened to make a ball sack, then went back the direction it came from, <laughs> and so maybe, it made the, maybe the bypassed other... its other bypassed the area to make the head. But it is funny. So there is, unless it's rolled over those tracks already, yeah. Um, or unlike There's the moon, a penis in the, mar- the, in moon, the Mars dirt. <laughs> un- un- unlike the moon, where if it's if unless you disturb it, or it's it's going to stay there forever because there's really no atmosphere on the on on the moon. Yeah, Mars no has an atmosphere, so wind will blow it away. Yeah, but Mars it, has weather. So. At least for a, for a period of time for the photo to be taken, there was a penis on Mars. <laughs> so that's funny. That's that one. So the next one is again coming from Popular Science. That lack of sleep causes um, sperm problems in men. Hmm. A study coming out of Denmark showed that individuals who slept the who were rated as sleeping the poorest had a twenty five percent reduction in sperm count uh, when when compared to those who did not report having so sleep problems. I, I'm not entirely surprised by that because. When you're sleeping, it's when your body does a lot of its regeneration, recuperation, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of the primary things that your body did was make sperm while you're sleeping. I mean, you could do it during the day, too, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of a more nocturnal activity, and if you're getting less sleep, less energy to dedicate to making sperm. That's true. I'm not yeah. surprised by that. I'm, I'm. It's not all that surprising, but it's, it's still... 
interesting nonetheless that you yeah know, most definitely one of, the, one of the things that you don't really even hear like, like if you're if there's fertility problems or anything, they always say like you know you always hear the wear wear boxer shorts so that you yeah keep the sperm. don't go in a hot but, tub regulate you, your temperature but get, you never hear the get get get, get, more get, sleep. get plenty of sleep get yeah. a full, you know get a full night's sleep you don't hear that but twenty five percent that's a decent amount yeah absolutely if you have a low sperm count that that's quite a bit yeah and then it also it was so it was twenty five twenty five percent reduction in sperm count but then this is much smaller, mm-hmm. um, but a one point six percent reduction in the morphology okay. of the sperm, so they're not shaped normally. Mm-hmm. Did they say anything about motility? No, they didn't. Because that would be interesting too if your little swimmers aren't swimming as well. The the actual article that Popular Science was discussing it probably would, but I only I only okay. read the Popular Science uh, yeah like their, their about summary it. of the actual journal art- journal article. But um and a one point six percent reduction in in normal uh morphological sperm isn't too much it's it's yeah i mean it's still significant I mean, when you have millions when you could potentially have millions and hundreds of thousands of of individual um sperm so mm-hmm. one 1.6 could still affect thousands and thousands but it's not it, it's it's not nearly the 25 percent yeah i mean one that, 1.6 might be statistically relevant in the study i don't know if it was but it might not be clinically important yeah i, I can't I imagine know. that it's clinically important the 25 percent now that that is, seems like quite a bit that yeah. is a huge that's i guarantee that that's statistically significant right. and clinically like that's yeah. most definitely clinically significant but i mean if you combine those two things where not only do you have fewer sperm but a higher percentage of those sperm are morphologically different i mean that, that's that's an issue so the so last... men get your sleep if you're trying to fuck a baby and you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's your phrase is you fucked a baby into me. It's funny. <laughs> and it's kinda sexy. I it, agree. It it gets you going. I know it does. You can't lie. So the next topic relates to you as well that and it it isn't new, just there's uh, there's been more studies confirming it, but that orgasms are possible during childbirth. So actually during the delivery. What's causing the orgasm? The delivery, the delivery itself, or are you playing with me? The delivery. Hmm. Well, that makes me look more forward to childbirth. <laughs> oh, I see. I you're yeah. I hadn't. I had, I swear I had heard that this was. I guess maybe like a, a rumor or a myth that yeah, it was I possible. Yeah, I think you've but... mentioned that to me that that before. I. It is many it's though. been reported. I have a feeling or my doubts that it's very likely. It's a, and... Well, it's a low, low percentage. So, so here's here's the actual details. So, again, coming from popular science. Mm-hmm. So, there was a, a survey in the Journal of Sexologies where, and it was, um, yeah, a, a, a survey where they asked just various aspects. Mm-hmm. And but one of the things they asked was, now, is this a U.S. survey or is this a different country? Um. I'm not sure. I yeah. I, I don't have that. I okay. I don't have that. But so midwives report witnessing orgasms in point three percent of births. So what? Yeah, that's not very three bad. in a thousand. It's and, not that, very... and that's midwives. So that's like births that were done with midwives as opposed to births that were. But done at in the same time, or... though, it was midwives report seeing orgasms point three percent of the times. But that's that's observational. So yeah. it's probably higher. I mean. It Maybe, could be. It's probably not. Well, it, well I, I can I see one of two things. You could have false positives where the woman, the midwife thinks a woman's orgasming, but maybe she's really just in pain or I don't know. Well, it was also the article, it, it, it also um, mentioned that the woman, that there's women who also, who did report having orgasms mm-hmm. from, the, from the childbirth, but the popular science uh, blurb mm-hmm. didn't give the percentage. For some okay. reason, it gave the percentage of the midwives, which is the 0.3%. Yeah. That they've, they've, they've witnessed it in 0.3% of the births they've helped deliver. But... Um, it didn't give the percentage but it, it, it did, the didn't give reporting. it didn't give first hand reporting which mm-hmm. would be the more the more interesting number. But yeah. it is... It's it's kind of uh, fascinating. And so... Um, so yeah, so 0.3%. And that... It's... The, the article goes on to talk about that there's a lot of, I mean, there is a lot of simulation that's going on down there, and there's the, and it also recognizes that some people get pleasure from pain. There are those individuals mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So that could, it could be, you know, it could be interesting if if, if a higher pro- uh, proportion of the women who are having orgasms are yeah, uh, 
into into pain play as well yeah. but it's kind of awkward to think about giving birth to your son and having an orgasm at the same time it's the i feel like it's it's a it's a win though because you always hear about the pain and i'm yeah. sure it does hurt even if you have an orgasm i'm sure it hurts like hell but you at least you have an orgasm <laughs> yeah and i'd also be curious to know if what percentage of those women were on uh painkillers or had an epidural or you know if there was some sort of pain killing aspect to it so that they were able to feel the orgasm and it wasn't masked by the pain. Cause I, I bet there's more women who do have orgasm, but it's masked by the pain. So they don't even really realizing that it's happening. I think yeah. That's possible too. Yeah. And so the, like you said, or um, I mentioned after you asked about it was that this is from just the natural childbirth itself, the actual mm-hmm. act of having the child, but there is the whole, the whole aspect of, that's becoming a little bit more popular. I still don't think it's popular and probably never will be, but that people trying to control pain from childbirth by having a vibrator in the room mm-hmm. and stimulating themselves. And that's been shown to help, help reduce pain. And I, I don't think we've fully decided, but I think that that's one thing that we're going to explore. Yeah. I, I wouldn't Ex- mind exploring it. We're definitely planning on having a closed delivery room. We're having a closed we delivery do room. We not want family in there. We Yeah, we made the decision there's going to be no family. We're, we're not even... The family will, will be notified once the child has been delivered. They'll, they'll get the call that, hey, come meet the baby. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have to worry about that awkwardness about family or, yeah. you know, the vibe. I mean, it's still going to be... And medical the, professionals can, you know, I mean, the, they've seen it all. So. Yeah, the, I mean, it'll still probably be kind of awkward with the nurse and and the potentially the doctor. I, but that's, I think that you you mentioned that that's something that you want to do, and if we're, since we're having a closed birth, that yeah. we're going to explore it'll be. I'd at and, least like to try it as an alternative. It'll to be an inter- medication. I mean, I mean, who knows? Well, we could like try it for five seconds, and you're like. Get this off me and don't don't touch <laughs> me with that. It's possible because it'll be me. It'll be me stimulating you with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that'll be interesting. We'll have to report about that after yeah. oh, after yeah. the baby's born. I'll let y'all know if I have an orgasm during birth. <laughs> I have my doubts, but hey. Well, it doesn't have to be just from the orgasm. Just how do you think it helped regulate the pain? Yeah, that's true. So just the whole the whole process in general. And, and the thing about um, orgasm is that having an orgasm can stimulate uterine contractions. So it's it's not an old wives' tale that having sex can actually help you give birth. So it, it's definitely something that I've heard of people, you know, having recommended to them by their doctor if they're getting close to the due date or maybe even running a little bit late. That there's been recommendations like have sex mm-hmm. because the, the contractions from orgasm can actually stimulate your uterus to start contracting. So mm-hmm. we'll keep that in mind. Master, I have mail for you. So now we're going to dip into the Swinger email bag. I've got an email here from a couple of listeners. And they say, So you guys asked, JB practically begged, for stories. We met a foreign couple this weekend. Really neat couple. We ended up playing at a party. They kept switching to their native language and back to English during our liaison, which was incredibly sexy. You can imagine, us being in Montana, we don't exactly have a lot of globetrotters here. So kind of an exciting new thing for us. Sounds pretty fun. That is an awesome story. Like, th- thank you for writing in. That's that's awesome. Like, that is a hot, hot scenario. Yeah, to... we haven't really had that where they switch back and forth. I think I would be a little self conscious at first <laughs> if they were concerned that they might be talking the, about the foreign. Us. Co- oh, okay. If the foreign uh, couple switching back and forth into their, you know, between their regular language and their native language. I mean, it could be hot too because you get that accent, like oh, Spanish. Mm, that is hot. That'd be like, hot. yeah, we haven't really encountered just like just like they said. You know, they're in an area where they typically don't get you know too many too many foreigners. Mm-hmm. I would say we don't really either. As long as no. or, I haven't uh, met too many individuals with, I mean, maybe a Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's still English, so there's and no fun in that. No, no, and so that's that's hot. That's that's a good one, and. It's it's emails like that that get us through the get us a it, it helps it helps quench that swinger that swinger itch we have. Yeah, we're going this, through a dry spell. <laughs> during moment, this dry so. spell. Thank you for our listeners and thanks for writing in. We we love to hear. Yeah, we love. Your yeah, write, write in some more stories. We would love to. We would love to hear them. We'd love to read them. You know, send us an audio clip. We'll play it during the. We'll splice it in, play it, play it during the show. If you want to write in about a little sexy story you got for mm-hmm. us, or 
We'll read it on the air if you write it in or send us your orgasm. <laughs> send it, that would be hot. Yeah. That would be really hot. And so, so yeah, it just just send us a story. Send us some feedback. We always like to hear feedback from you. Yeah. And on that, and we're we're wrapping up, and so we'll go into the wrap up spiel in a minute. JB usually does it, but we would like to. One thing I would like to say is we would like to have a little bit more feedback, especially on iTunes. We would and iTunes or emails. We want to know that what what you think about the show what yeah if, if, are you if liking you like... it are you not liking it what what would you like to see so or here i should say i'm sure you'd like to see it all so we so. would <laughs> we would love to have some more ratings on itunes we already have a, a number of them and so that that's great and we would like to even we'd like to know even more what people like about the show mm-hmm. what they don't like about the show what they would if there's new things they'd like us to do on the show just mm-hmm. various Various aspects about improving it. We always we 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 want to bring the best product that we can. The to, best product? Was that a Freudian slip there? We, <laughs> I think it was. We want to bring the best product that we can to you listeners. So yeah. we we need your feedback for that. So right in. We we would love to have some sexy stories, but we also want to have some practical. Would you like to show and yeah. and that sorts of things. So. So I with guess that, with that, you can, <laughs> as, as you already know, you can find us on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher. And you can email us at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. You can find us on Twitter, which is swingingaround. No G at the end of swinging. And then we've also got a blog, which is swingin-around.blogspot.com. Again, no G at the end of swinging. And pretty much anything that we mentioned on the show, um, like last week we talked about some games, and this week we, we mentioned the the penis uh, Mars rover thing. Uh, we, we do put links to that stuff on the blog so you can find it there and uh, about the show and, and find your way to the different topics that we talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next time, stay sexy and stay swinging. Break it, break it, break it.